Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, another throwback classic, uh, Fast Times at Regiment High, selected by our guests. We're really excited. Um, but first, Jane, how was uh, your weekend so far? It was dope. I went to a house party last night in a you house. You met somebody. Wait, you met somebody who... Watch it is she's watching Teen Wolf currently. She was like, Do you know that show? I immediately touched her arm, a stranger. <laughs> I touched her arm and I was like, Oh, I I know that show. And then I filled her in about how the lead actor has an OnlyFans that he tries to keep about the sort of about the art of it and, and not just the sex. Um, oh, I awesome. forgot that. Yeah, he has like an uh, an artistic OnlyFans. Um. I told her that I was in love with Dylan O'Brien <laughs> to the point where I was like following his relationship status while I was living with my boyfriend. Um, oh. Yeah, we for, just bonded over that. For new, for new <laughs> podcast listeners, Teen Wolf is sort of the genesis of this podcast in that Jane and I um over a winter in vermont just watched the entire thing oh except the last season because styles isn't in it um and bonded over that so it's very very important to us so much so that i've spent a lot of time looking at like not clips from the show but like youtube mashups that people have made that are fans of the show set to like emo music (laughs) (laughs) um speaking of gazing upon (laughs) teen actors Jane, have you seen the the photos of Harry Styles that came out in Italy? I wanted to no, talk to you about who this. Who took this these week. photos? Are they paparazzi photos? They're paparazzi photos, which I feel a little okay. bad about, but I had also just not seen all of his tattoos. Jane, are you aware that he has many different tattoos? I was not aware. But also, I will say he is not a teen. But <laughs> Yes, but he <laughs> But he qualifies. He's in the but universe. He qualifies. Are you do you find Harry Styles attractive? I'm going to share this right now. Are you like a Harry Styles person? I really like his music, and I find I find his persona attractive because he seems like a j- what? <laughs> sorry, the... sorry, 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 sorry. That was a bad picture. Oh my god! So there are pictures he's of him covered. using an outdoor shower, but one of them is just him looking like he's clawing at his face. But I think he's just. <laughs> I think he's okay. just rinsing his face. I um, did not realize that he was so tatted up. Yeah, I don't think I had to. He doesn't really like appear shirtless in a lot of his videos. And I just think there's a lot to look at. And also, apparently, there's a lot of meaning behind each one. Because when I started Googling it, there are like these guides that are like a complete guide to all of his tattoos. And one of them is a tattoo of a bottle. And it says, um, you booze, you lose. Wow, is he sober? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, well, I... I am kind of shocked by that. I don't um, think so. I will say I don't. I don't think I find him that attractive. But he, I like. I res- I respect him. What about you? I think that he like codes as like very sexually attractive. But I'm also like afraid of him. Like I look in his cocaine eyes, and I like don't. I like don't think I like could handle ever speaking to this man. But he's I don't just think like a he very. Would speak to me. He's so. a very specific. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I don't think he would want to speak to you. <laughs> no, he would prefer you. He's a very specific type of sexy that I like. Don't think I respond to. 
which is also something I want to talk about for this movie. But do you want to introduce our oh, guests? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is a this is a, a first time guest moment in which we have a power couple. Oh yeah, that's Jason true. Gore is a comedian, writer, and actor. He was a veteran performer at UCB Theater New York, where he recently performed his one man sketch show, Jason Gore's Midlife Crisis. Kristen Bartlett is a five-time Emmy-nominated writer and performer. She currently is the co-head writer of Full Frontal with Samantha Bee. Previously, she wrote for Saturday Night Live. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hey. We're so happy Hello. to be here. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank Teen you. Wolf and Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to tell you, the Teen Wolf I know, that's Michael J. Fox through and through. I know Aww. nothing about yes. the new show. You're talking to old people You're today. You're talking to old people today. Jane um, and I definitely have to watch the original. Te- I, I actually love it's Michael on the J. List. Fox. I'm like very, I like watched Back to the Future like repeatedly when I was growing up and I really like him. What were you going to say, Kristen? <laughs> I loved Teen Wolf so much as a kid. Like I... I don't know. I, I that was one of the movies that I watched over and over and over. And the styles from the movie, I imagine, is very different from the styles from the TV show. Like he's a oh. hunk in the TV show, right? He's well, does he still have the new, van? It's a unique TV he's show that is not like type the movie. of hunk. Yes, yes. Okay. He's a good boy hunk. Good boy hunk. It uh, just has the wolf in common. Just I've the never wolf seen, is the only commonality. I've ne- never seen any of this IP. I've never seen any of it, mm. the beginning or the current. Not even Teen Wolf 2 with Jason Bateman? Absolutely none of it I've seen. Oh, mm. my God. Um, I'm so sorry. But um, Harry Styles, though, my contribution is, how, are you guys familiar with the after books? Are yes, you familiar? I am. <laughs> they're yeah. on our list. They're, I have a note in our Jane list of movies. Choked. It says, sexy and bad. <laughs> Fun fact, I just got a text from a listener of the pod this week saying, like, are you guys going to do the after, um, like, Netflix adaptation? Right. Porny and bad is what she said. It's true. And the books, I mean, I've seen the first movie. I do believe there is a second movie, but I haven't seen that one yet. Um, The books, um, because I enjoy reading, like, Light porn. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was, I was say, Hell yeah. I was say, say no trash. more. Yeah. Like, say no more. Like gentle invitational <laughs> porn. Also, isn't this book the book that was like written on an app? Yes, on the it was phone? written in uh, Wattpad. Is that it? Yeah, Wattpad. Oh. Or something um, like that. So the originals were were Harry Styles fan fiction, and then <gasps> um, so yeah, so the, and it's very thinly veiled. So, um, His, His name, name is, is Barry, Barry Styles. Miles. <laughs> <laughs> high five, virtual high five. We did it. We did it. It's, he does like, all of the names correspond to One Direction by their first initial. So it's very thinly veiled. It definitely depicts an abusive relationship. Mm, <laughs> but yes, that was kind yes. of my introduction to Harry Styles, truly, was like this book. I, that's like the series of books, which I read all of them. Teens wow. writing on Wattpad, something that we often, unfortunately, have to cover on <laughs> this podcast. But we actually are really happy that you guys picked a movie that is not uh, originally a Wattpad fan fiction <laughs> piece. So thank you very much for that. Yeah. Um, we like to ask all the guests who come on this pod first, mm-hmm. um, and you can decide who goes first. What type of teen were you? You go first. Go for it. Oh, God. Yeah. I, was a, I was very powerful. I will say that right now I think I was like in certain ways and I hope I feel like I'm a nicer version of what I was back then maybe (laughs) I hope um but like I was doing a lot of the same things that I wanted to end up doing so I was the assistant director in our theater um 
I kind of found that role because I wouldn't be cast because I was a fat kid. So they weren't casting like the not hot kids. You were like, you can do this. Here, try, <laughs> you can have do this. <laughs> and then I was like writing my own things and certainly working for like the high school newspaper. But like I definitely had like small bullyish tendencies. Like <laughs> so it was those two things together yes. that I think are I, I feel like. I feel like dorky bullies don't get covered enough. Oh yeah, you're, you're, so you're also you're also not the first um, bully, former bully on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I, feel like, I hope that I wasn't like a bully in the way that like I hope I didn't like terrorize people, but I did. I know that I carried with me a certain amount of power because <laughs> I just I just did, and I I was definitely friends with like all of all of the groups, um, and was like you know an honor student or whatever but um more than once the student teachers that would come in um would end up teaching to me and I found out after becoming friends with one of the student teachers that that was like a tactic or like a thing that um teachers are taught to do or at least they they were in the early aughts (laughs) late 90s which was to look for the quote-unquote alpha student and if you could get (laughs) Seriously, if you could get them on your side, then you would get the rest of the class. So that's like the kind of teen I think I was. What I don't an know, honor. Man. Oh, my wow. God. I mean, it is an honor. It's not, I wasn't cute. I was, but I was powerful. I think alpha <laughs> is a great way to encapsulate that. And I'm so honored. Jason, Jason, I mean, what about you? You know what? I was a weird teen. Um, I, I was a marching band geek. So I was very into that. I played tenor saxophone. Uh, By the end of it all, in my senior year, I became the vice president of the band. Um, But also, like, (laughs) I was a rock and roll dork. So I didn't even know they had like an executive branch. Oh yeah, yeah, it was close. (laughs) I was almost hierarchies and personality very intense. Yeah, Um, they have all the branches in the marching band. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, I, I was really into that. I was, I was kind of a rock geek. I had my band that I played with in high school and, uh, you know, I was a dork, but I got along with everyone. I didn't get, I really didn't get picked on very much because, um, like the rednecks who would typically, cause I grew up in the South, uh, the rednecks that would typically, uh, pick on my kind, Aww. uh, fat marching band, <laughs> high school dork. Uh, you know, they respected me because I liked Metallica. Uh, so mm-hmm. they gave me a pass like, yeah, man, Metallica. And they just let me be. Um, but you also dated a series of like mean people. I did. I dated, I dated a series <laughs> of mean people. Yeah. Like traumatizingly mean. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. For you very should long- do like a political power map of like both your high school lives. <laughs> like there's just like so, so many dynamics that are being revealed. Yeah. 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 yeah, I feel like you, so like for a very long time, he did, wouldn't get me flowers because of this, or like you just wouldn't, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't be on your radar because at one point when you were how old? Uh, I was a senior in high school. Oh, you can tell them this. Yeah, story. so uh, my <gasps> hi, my high school girlfriend, I got her flowers towards the end of our uh of our relationship. I'm really scared. I'm so scared. And uh, okay. she just chucked them at me in she the hall. Threw them at the glass vase. So <gasps> I didn't really get flowers for Kristen mainly because Sorry. they were projectiles. Yeah, you had to be sure that I would never throw them at you. Uh, this girlfriend also broke up with me the night she was supposed to come over, and I had rented the American President <laughs> with Michael Douglas <laughs> on VHS, and we were going to watch that together. And she broke up with me over the phone. 
So then I oh. proceeded to watch the American president alone <laughs> while crying my ass off. Oh my God. So oh my God. I then later went that night, like after, and I also remember, do you remember, uh, are you familiar with Weird Al Yankovic's uh, show on MTV? He used to take over yes. MTV every now and then, Al TV. Mm. Yes. And it was one of those special times you waited for it every year. Oh my and God. that was the night for Al TV. And I was crying my ass off. Oh. And I'm like, I can't even enjoy LTV. Oh, my God. <laughs> so at, like, 5 a.m., I did the quintessential, like, teen movie thing of walking over to her house and throwing. <gasps> I didn't have any, like, little rocks to, like, hit her window oh, with. Oh, no. So I threw change. Oh. Oh, no. And no one ever came. But I do remember <laughs> seeing her dad, like, standing in the basement looking at me. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Man. So I, like, ran off. That's so sad. Yeah, and later on. Being- Think about being that dad. Yeah, he's like, this kid is just chucking. <laughs> pathetic. <change." laughs> pathetic. Is, that is pathetic. he throwing? Is that was that a nickel? <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I uh, apparently I threw a dollar sixty-five. That's oh my. I did God. find that out later, and uh, because I heard that her uh, dad joked, he's like, my daughter's only worth a dollar sixty-five. Oh God. I'm like, uh, well, that's all the change that's I had disgusting. on me. That's so. disgusting. So that well, uh, that trope does you not work. You're in the basement watching, buddy. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's like throw a ten dollar bill. Jason, did you did you select this movie based on anything related to your high school life, or no, <laughs> or your girlfriend, or no? You 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 just have a different attachment to this movie. I just have a different. I have an attachment to this movie because I I've always loved Cameron Crowe. Um, like Who's say that? anything uh, is one of my favorite. Uh, the writer and director of this movie. No, well, he didn't Thank direct you. this. So oh, sorry, he, he wrote is... the screenplay. Yeah, after and, uh, pretending to be, he pretended to be a high school student for a while. Yeah. So, it, are you? Now. If you guys are familiar with Almost Famous, mm-hmm. yes. The movie Almost. He was the director and writer of Almost Famous, so which showed him as a kid, you know, like following bands. Uh, throughout, uh, you know, writing for Rolling Stone and following around touring with bands. So after that period, he still wrote, he still worked for Rolling Stone, and it was kind of a you know never been kissed situation where he went on un- he went undercover to yeah. see what kids were really like because he was that young and he could easily slip in. And yes, so he was twenty two. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so, I hate hearing hate hearing that. And he re- <laughs> he, reli- he relived Massive senior success. year that he never really you know completed, and he like made yeah. friends and like started fitting in, and then like he was gonna write about him, and then he decided to not and just like write about like these like archetypes of people, I guess, but like just mm. also a lot of sex and like yeah yeah that's so, that's the reason this this movie yeah. got made. So in a weird way, this is kind of a sequel to Almost Famous because it oh. kind of. Oh, it is in his life. It is, yeah, yeah in his life. <laughs> um, but it's a movie I've always enjoyed. Um, like you know, uh, Sean Penn is so good in it. Oh my yeah. god, so complicated. Good in it. It's, it's a problematic it's complicated. figure. There are some lines in there that. Well, you no, know, no, no, as a person. Oh, as a per- or person oh, too, right, but right, also right. some lines that right, he, he right. did in there that's like <laughs> eh, no. Oh sure. Um, but also just you know, it's a great cast. Uh, Judge Reinhold's so good in it. It's a movie I loved as a, as a kid crying in a basement. Oh, and oh, no. um, yeah, I think that's why I chose it. And then you know, I I knew that Kristen really loved this movie, so I was like, I we do. should do this together. Yeah, um, I mean, I love this movie a lot. I love like, I love. It's funny watching it now versus watching it as a teen. Um, I mean, I loved Say Anything. I think that was like the first Cameron Crowe movie that I saw. Um, mm-hmm. But watching this as a teen, like, 
you identify or like it you get the comedy a little bit more but then watching it as someone who's like journeying into your 30s I start it's a much sadder movie these days than it was back then like I feel a certain I don't have kids, but like a certain like protectiveness of those kids. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're so they they look young. They do, and like purposefully so. Like they're and I think they are. I think young. most of them are around twenty. That makes sense. And like I know that Jennifer Jason Lee is like purposefully depicted to like feel like a child. You oh know? my god! <laughs> Which yeah. why the Jackson Brown uh, song "Somebody's Baby" plays yeah, every, every time, time that she has, has a sex, sex scene. It's so sad. Yep. I just yep. like worry for her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, am I allowed to ask how old were you guys when you first saw it? Oh my! I was oh, definitely man. a teen. Yeah, I was definitely a teen. I was probably fifteen, maybe fourteen. I think I probably saw like an edit. The first version was like an edited version, maybe on TBS or something. Like that's Super probably. What, Jane, had you seen it before? No boobs. This? I hadn't seen it, and I'd only heard of it. And also, I had a friend in college who, who apparently wrote a spoof of his own life. <laughs> Uh, about it um so like that was the only context i had and i was really excited to watch it and it didn't disappoint i know i hadn't i hadn't seen it either and i had only seen the um the covid table read fundraiser did you guys oh how funny no i didn't see that That, um brad pitt and jennifer aniston and like um shia labeouf did did spicoli yeah i want to i gotta go back and watch that it's worth yeah it's worth peeking at just because it's fun that like Okay, so like if if listeners haven't seen it, basically <laughs> to play the stoner part, Shia LaBeouf just like hotboxed his car and like zoomed in from there, and it's like you really <laughs> look at him and you're like, are you truly just really method acting here, or yeah. did you just not want to show up for this Zoom fundraiser, which is fine also, but like either way, it's it's a great performance. Um, yeah, you almost have to wonder if Sean Penn uh, was was high when doing that role yeah, because he played probably. it so yeah. well. He totally. looks so baked, so totally. and it was a different brand of weed back then. Like we've you know <laughs> whatever Shia LaBeouf is smoking now is nothing compared to what yeah. Sean Penn would have been smoking back in the day. It's more clinical. I, I will say um, that watching this as a teenager, I and and, and to, to what Kristen just said, like. As a teenager, I was like, oh, man, these kids rule. Yeah. Like, Damone, yeah. man, he lo- he knows cheap trick. Oh, man. God. Oh, he's got all the concert tickets. Yeah. And then looking now looking at it again as a, as a 42-year-old man, I'm just kind of like, oh, man, it's all so sad. It's a sad yeah. look at, like, 80s capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. like, it's very, I don't know. But, like, I still love it. I think it's good. I just think I, yeah. feel, I have it's a different, different relationship. Yeah. It's so um, it, it is Amy Heckerling's directorial debut, who also directed Clueless. This movie came out in 1982. Um, and what I what I didn't know about this movie is that uh, initially when they had the test screenings, they did them in Orange County. And I guess they like kind of had some bad luck and got some like pretty conservative test oh. screening people. And the notes that they got were all people being like, you think teenagers are all about sex and drugs like you, we don't care about anything else like teenagers aren't really like that and like oh, so, so there was some conversation about being like whoa are we like <laughs> like should we cut out a lot of this and then they didn't end up doing that you know they trusted their instincts and they were like i think this this test screening was just just that's a so interesting. And like people really will like it but that's so interesting because that's part of what makes this movie but what why people kept talking about this movie too yeah that's so interesting and i think it probably like wouldn't didn't it probably come out not too much longer after American Graffiti, which I think it probably draws some 
Yeah, I don't know. Actually, too. I don't know I American, when they came out in relation to each other. I think American Graffiti was 76. Yeah, it was be the late 70s. And so yeah. this was like early 80s. This and, was 82. And I feel like they're depicting two different, obviously like two different like generations, but there's like a sweetness mm-hmm. to that movie and this in juxtaposition to that. I can Sorry. see why. American Graffiti came out in 73. Oh, shit. Oh, like a full wow. decade before. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm fully wrong. You, so. yeah, you might be thinking more American Graffiti, which was 79. More American Graffiti so is real? Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous that that was real. And well, I, was and I was gonna say they, they um like, like some other movies of the era, like when, when they realized that their instincts were correct and that they kept everything in and people really loved it that way, it was because teenagers started going to rewatch the movie and recite, re-reciting all the lines back. And like they were like, oh, my God, like we've made a movie that people want to rewatch and like recite the lines back, which I've got to say, like, I don't think people do anymore. <laughs> like people don't like go to movies and like say the iconic lines back anymore, like the way that Coolis no, and Heather is. Yeah, that's because like it's not a thing. We're talking about memes now. We're yeah. saying memes. We have memes, yeah. <laughs> We've been gifted memes. We've been gifted memes. And, and how often do we see more a movie like two times in the theater these days as well? Like, That's true, too. Minus yeah. the COVID of it all. I think yeah. it, would, it has to be a pretty big deal to see something more than once. I, I mean, my record of seeing a movie in theaters is uh, well documented, but it, uh, I saw... <laughs> Uh, the, the 1989, <laughs> we talk about it on the best show a lot. If, uh, so there's a lot um, of crossover, I'm guessing. A lot of crossover. You, guys, you guys basically are just best show fans <laughs> on this uh, podcast, I imagine. Um, but I saw the 1989 Batman film, uh, 38 times in the theater. Oh my As an 11 year old. So yeah, yeah. it's well, been a long sweet. time. So since... how much money see this? Uh, how much money is that? <laughs> it was, well, I mean, the prices in 1989 weren't that bad, yeah, but I was mowing yards long, I was also oh, uh, like okay. I took a trip to uh, visit my grandparents in Salt Lake City, so my grandpa would just like pony out the cash for mm. you know any other viewing. But it was like day. three bucks. That feels. Oh like- yeah, it was. It was. Uh. But also some of the showings, like the theater workers would know me and they would just let me go. Wow. Well, after in. you've <gasps> seen it that many times, They're, yeah, they'd be They're like probably yeah. It would be That's morally beautiful. wrong to take your money. Yeah, let the kids see it again. I'm a little. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of that. That's beautiful. I already oh, got really excited that the bartender at a bar near me recognized me, and like, yeah, we we've talked once. Oh, that's um, the best. Jane, Jane, should we should we jump in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, it's the start of the school year, and we're introduced to a number of students at Ridgemont High. Brad is a popular senior who works at a burger place hoping to pay off his dope car. Stacy is his younger <laughs> sister, a virgin working at the mall pizza place who's interested in getting laid. Linda is her more experienced friend with a long distance college boyfriend. She demonstrates fellatio on a carrot. Mike is a slimy love guru who makes money scalping tickets. Mark is his loser Jewish friend who works at the mall movie theater and has a crush on Stacy. Spicoli is a stoner surfer who prefers to go shirtless. He makes enemies with strict teacher Mr. Hand by always being late. Stacy gets her wish when she ends up on a date with a 26-year-old and they have sex in the baseball dugout. <laughs> and that this paragraph is basically what Cameron Crowe used to pitch the film, right? <laughs> like, he used this exact verbiage. <laughs> See, that's like, this is so sad. This movie is so sad. <laughs> it's just so sad. It's so sad. Like, I, so, like, for one thing, like, I think I was really struck by, like, how tied these kids are, like, how many adults they all are. And, like, the only ones who aren't are, like, are J- Jennifer Jason's lead character, Stacey, and then Rat. 
Or yes. what's his name? Mark. 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 But they call him Rat. Slash Rat. Yeah. Yeah. Slash rat. Like, yeah, they're the only ones who are children, and the rest of them are styled as adults. It's like they're really focused on their jobs. Like the so thing that really struck me watching this last yeah. night was the, how Brad, when he was flipping those burgers, trying to decide. You know, like he had everything going for him. He had a great job. He's paying off that car and he just wants to go into his senior year without any attachments because everything <laughs> is going so great yeah. for Brad. So he's got to break up and have the best senior year ever. Yeah. And then it just kind of goes downhill for from there for Brad. I love that exploration of like kids, ma- like teens making their money and like that. Like, teens I think, and jobs. Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. And then and then Linda always mentioning like her college boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She like fiance. every time, every, fiance, excuse me. Fiance. Yeah. 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 <laughs> every time she mentioned him, it was just a very adult way of right. speaking. Like it, she sounded more like she was 25 right. than, than a yeah. teenager. Yeah, she would of, say like, if I didn't have my fiance. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But part of me always like wondered if like that was real or made up. Like that to me too, like I think you can read it either way. At the end of it, like at the end of it, you know, she seems to be going through a very real breakup with him. Like, and that is, is like feeling pain. But like, yeah. I kind of always wondered if that was sort of a dreamed up imaginatory, like imaginative boyfriend in Chicago. <laughs> Oh, like, I, yeah. How real was he? Yeah. yeah. I read I read her. I thought, OK, so I get the sadness of this movie, but it feels almost more like realism and also mm-hmm. empathy for the characters. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of the acting like adults is is exactly that is them mm-hmm. like trying out these uh, yeah. personas. Yeah. And Linda specifically, I love because there's a few moments throughout the movie where she's talking about this boyfriend and you can tell that. She's not actually as experienced as she yeah. seems right. to be, yeah. and like that feels so There's real sweetness to me. There. Yeah. yeah, and I and I love her. Also, there is such like a strongly middle class, mm-hmm. um, just like love of the middle class. Like all of these teens are working and loving it in a way, but hating yeah. it. Um, and you're yeah. constantly at the mall, which is super fun. Also. <laughs> yes. The music rocks. I love oh, the music. Oh, music in this movie slaps. Oh, you got Stevie <laughs> Nicks. You've got Sammy Hagar, Led Zeppelin. Um, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. The music's amazing. Um, yeah, and I don't think so. Brad's whole story arc with his like jobs and his relationship to his bosses and like how he's trying to be at work versus who he was in high school. Like, I just like don't think that that is anymore ever in movies. Like now. All the heartthrobs in movies are like trying to go to an to Duke University or something, and like <laughs> gotta go to play, Duke. Playing, they're the star quarterback, but you never yeah. see them go to practice, Jane. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's just this this relationship of like um, me tr- just trying to do my thing and like have a good time and yeah. get a paycheck. Yeah, he like, moved. He moves not, from not there. He moves from one crappy fast food joint. To Which, an but, even worse but fast the first food. First, like had like a certain amount of like prestige. Prestige. Yeah, he was uh, employee of the month, like every month. Well, yeah, and Nicholas Cage coolness. works there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see him, Jane? Yes. That, what? Yeah, Nick Nicholas Cage, Cage was all throughout the movie. His first movie role Whoa. is like working with. He's just like one of the other workers. And okay. he's cre- he's credited as Nicholas Coppola. Yes, the only time he's credited is that. Wow. Okay, I had a question for everyone, which is, what was your relationship with the mall when you were a teen? Do you have any mall stories? (laughs) 
Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I do. I feel like I. So I guess I maybe went to the mall a lot in like the late '90s to the Asheville Mall in North Carolina, and it was like a place where we went to walk around. So mm-hmm. I. I worked in grocery stores. I was a checkout person and I worked um, as an ice cream scooper, but those like were very separate. I didn't like what I love. I do love that the mall is <laughs> like everything to these people. Like it's like the full setting for like s- social life and then also work mm-hmm. life. But for mm-hmm. me, I think the mall was like walking around with my friends, never buying anything, getting dip and dots because we had a dip yes. and dot station yes. in the mall. Um, very important. And I think it's like where I discovered the Beatles because I think I very deeply remember like <laughs> I do remember purchasing a like a poster of the Beatles before I even had listened to the Beatles. Like I was like, I don't know. It's like your time to like choose what your identity right. might be at totally. Suncoast. Yeah. yeah, I went to the New River Valley Mall in Christiansburg, Virginia. Uh, I would go there all the time. Mainly to see movies, because that was the main theater, like the really good theater. The theater that was able to show six movies at once. Ooh. Um, Rather than the ones that were actually in my town that was just like one screen. (laughs) And so I would go there and just hang out. There There were two record stores in the mall that I loved. One was called Disc Jockey, and then the other one was called The Wall. <laughs> and the the okay. great the great thing about the wall now these were overpriced record stores but the yeah. wall came with a sticker that if your CD or or anything got damaged with the CD they would replace it lifetime warranty. Oh. Wow. But the bad thing about that was you could just take all of the stuff out of the CD case and then put in another broken CD and say that you purchased it Keep at the, the wall. Keep the sticker on. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the wall pretty quickly went out of business. Oh. Because a lot of people took Aww. advantage of that. What about uh, you guys? Like, what was your relationship Jean. with Gene. Well, okay, so my mall is Willowbrook Mall in Wayne, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. You, that's you a both... good mall. Oh, hell <laughs> that's yeah. That's a good mall. Cheesecake I Factory. Would... <laughs> oh, yep. Um, for, for us, it was definitely this symbol of freedom because I think <laughs> at a at maybe a younger age, your parents sort of let you roam free in the mall. Yeah, it's yes, sort of like yes. supervision. Yeah. You're safe within those walls. And so, you know, we would troll around. There was, I, I definitely, so I was very lucky in that, you know, my parents did give me some money, but I was super self-conscious and like just conscious about spending money. So I maybe gave myself like a $20 limit, which meant mm-hmm. getting the deals at uh, Bath and Body Works and getting right way too way too many of those sprays or going into Sephora and buying one item or <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I remember once being in Hot Topic wearing like a floor length white frilly skirt and just being like I don't know if I like belong here <laughs> and then and then like going to Claire's and just being like I need like I need to buy something I like I have yeah. to get something oh, and God. just getting yeah. some piece of crap. Um, and it was exactly like trying out being an adult in like a very yeah. safe, yeah. safe place. Yeah. I, I will say Is what that? you just said there about like the safety of that made me think like, you know, my mom was really okay with me just hanging out in the mall because she worked yeah. in malls as a, as a mm. kid, yeah. but she would always bring up the fact that she was working in the mall in Salt Lake City 
uh, when Ted Bundy was picking off oh, people God. at the mall. <laughs> and she'd always bring it up every time I was going to the mall. She's like, well, you know, I was there when Ted Bundy. I mean, I could have seen him. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, I, if I if I had that to tell, I would also never shut up about it. <laughs> <I'd be> really, <laughs> like, I'd never. As you drop your child it. off at the mall. Uh, don't, <laughs> I hope you don't see Ted Bundy and then drive I would tell I'd tell everyone and it would be part of my social media brand. <laughs> um, I, I grew up in the Philippines and probably the most um, universal thing about my teen life compared to American teen life is that mall culture was so, so, so big in the Philippines as well. And especially because that was like some of the only places you could go that had AC all, all the time. Oh, and, oh man. Um, you, we would also just like walk around. What I remember too is that there were a few malls near me and the one closer to my cousin's house, people seemed to dress a little more like <laughs> they were out on the town there. And then at my mall, Alabang Town Center Mall, like you could wear just shorts and a t-shirt. And like, oh, so I funny. was very proud of that. I was like, I don't like hanging out at these fancier malls. My <laughs> mall is like the down to earth mall. My, I have a very distinct memory that we used to go to the candy store all the time, Jane, surprise, surprise. And um, um, one year, we must've been like 13, uh, the candy store started selling this little jar that said body butter for like, but for like sex, like, like, like a chocolate spread you could spread on your sexual partner and okay. we would just like go to like look at it and giggle and like read <laughs> mm-hmm. the descriptions that and there were like two like flavors jessica simpson's line do you remember <gasps> that I okay I literally just read Jessica Simpson's memoir and I did and I I remember watching the episode of the newlyweds where she shoots the commercial for that stuff and they make Uh her eat so much of it that she gets so sick oh no she didn't spit it up she had they they wouldn't let her That's so funny. She lost her virginity very like publicly and immediately like was pressured into coming out with this line of like lotions you can eat. Yeah. (laughs) And then I think that it had to end because of a bunch of lawsuits. I might be getting that wrong, but like it just right because it disappeared. And I certainly flavors. Do you remember the flavors? (laughs) You had some. Oh yeah, that was definitely chocolate. I remember. It's called. uh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh God, I don't remember what it's called. But for people some love to put edible stuff on their body. Like at Lush, they have you. If you yeah. ask them, they'll tell you all the ones that you can eat. <laughs> I'm not Wait, joking. Like there's Kristen, ones that are made with chocolate. I had like a person. <laughs> I had a birthday cake kind of okay. like smooth. Mm. And baby, I'm not kidding. I bought this in Los Angeles uh-huh. right before I met you. Like you may have like. Did I eat any of it? You may have eaten some of it <laughs> off of me early. Wow. Like I do. Uh. Why don't, you tell, why don't you tell us what flavors? There's a good chance. <laughs> what I, 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 do think, I do remember <laughs> I like a know. vanilla birthday cake type thing that I purchased. Did it have sprinkles in it? I purchased it at, <laughs> speaking of, an outdoor mall at the Promenade in Santa Monica. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, and it didn't, maybe it did have sprinkles. I don't fucking know what it had, but I do yeah, remember being like, see, and that was, I also. Like pur- funfetti. I purchased that like, and I was, <laughs> how old was I? You would have been 21. 21. Yeah. So like sort of like early into like my sexual awakening. Right. Like mm. I, that's a thing that I purchased. And here's a, here's a fun thing about us. Uh, <laughs> about us? Here's what? A, we actually met because of Cameron Crowe. We did. We did. We did. That's we we, we met did. on story. Oh. We, we met on Match.com. We did. And I was looking for women within a 300. <laughs> I was in Radford, Virginia. I was yeah. looking for women within a 300 mile radius Okay. Who were fans of Cameron Crowe because he was my favorite writer and director. 
And that was one of the things that was listed on my profile. But I was in LA. Right. I hadn't updated my and match.com was the yeah. tender of its moment. That yeah. was the big one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's even in the commercials. Four? Just like remember four. when we were tender? Before um, OK Cupid also got yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so oh. I was interning in LA and met you. And we just started talking. I was very lonely. I think I was like I was interning in a place where I didn't know anybody. And so it was like very comforting to come back and get on the phone with like a guy who was far away Aww. and Jason came out and mm, visited. And then yeah. we started dating from there. And then we Six weeks later, we yeah very quickly we got yeah. engaged. We were engaged six <gasps> weeks. Like we did a southern this thing. Is we bad. were southern wait, guys. Wait after wait after, after meeting. meeting. Yeah. Well, dating. We know dating. 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 So I yeah. would say after wow. meeting. Uh, so I met you in June, and we were engaged in October. Yeah. So, so pretty whatever that math is. And I was twenty-one. It's very young. It's very southern. Wow. When did you get my married? Parents dated, my parents dated for later. about four months as well. I think like that used to be. It was. Yeah. It's not. A, I, it's an ill-advised thing that I would not recommend a grown-up <laughs> to do. But I'm very grateful yeah. because I feel like we've we have been very fortunate to grow together. Yes. And I yeah. think that's rare. I think that's very yes. rare. Jason, did you also did you also list on Match.com that you liked vanilla and like birthday cake <laughs> flavor? I, I did my. I, it said Cameron Crow and Funfetti. <laughs> <laughs> were the two things. Honestly, I would have had that on my profile. And Chris, too. It, it, it would have matched with her anyway. But I chose the funfetti for me. I didn't choose it for you. And it's yes. funny because I was trying match.com at that time. And what is the other one that has the, this will be? Oh, okay. Okay, cute. No. No. no, it's, not, it's uh, the one where it's like, we. it's the old guy that appears on screen. He's like, I'll match you with people. Oh, yeah. I can't think of the name of that E Harmony? E Harmony. Yes. There it oh, is. Damn. And I was trying to use E Harmony oh. at the time, too. And every time it would come back like there are no people for you and then i would ex then i would expand the mileage and it's like still no people for you <laughs> there's no one there's no one for you yeah so sad. <laughs> they're like who's cameron crow Fun uh, my question my question was whether anyone here can remember discussing blowjobs or oral sex in oh general yeah with oh friends. yes of course mm -hmm. like years before i would ever do one <laughs> Do one. do one before but i ever completed one before i would attempt <laughs> i remember being at a sleepover but it was specifically a sleepover in which we pitched a tent in the backyard and Aww. hung out in this tent and one of my dear friends who i'm still friends with today was reading from a book called tickle his pickle and she narrated from this book um and i think the only thing that i remember is like using different number of fingers while fondling a penis which <laughs> i don't know if is like I, like i, mean, I don't I know if that's desirable wait you I think it's good for size i feel like so versus so what i'm gonna visually i'll demonstrate so here are, <laughs> here i'm using four fingers here i'm just using one finger Okay. Oh, and it was just talking about like pros and cons of different techniques. Yeah, it was just D like different methods of tickling, pickling, <laughs> tickling and pickling. Yeah, tickling and pickling Aww. was the sequel to That's that book. So, uh, I do, sadness. I do like that scene in the cafeteria because it, it just like for me like feels natural when they start to discuss it, and they're not really like. I mean, it is it is funny, but they're not like laughing at each other. They're, no, are, are they they are like being like a little silly, but they're also like you can tell they they really want to talk about it. Like, no, who yeah. else is going to talk to them about it? Um, I also and then like Jennifer the Jason clapping. Lee is like, I'm all set. I'm going to go have sex. Yeah. <laughs> she, that's all she needed. The clapping was very natural for me too, because yeah. those yeah, moments would yeah. definitely happen, and like 
in the uh, in the uh, cafeteria where another table is paying attention to what your table is doing, and yeah. then they'll comment on it. Or I, I do feel, and I also think as girls, like I feel like there's like a certain like combination of like being very very curious and then also having this need to show that you are great at it already like that you're good at it mm. like having it to be very public like that my friends me- um my friend's mother said never told her never to eat a banana in public because people oh. would just visualize <laughs> you oh. I, mean, it. Oh. um <laughs> I think that's like fair. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say for the banana, <laughs> but if like you're running for president, don't eat the fucking hot dog, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that completely. It'll be used forever. Corn dog, hot dog. Save it for privacy. Yeah, banana. Um, I didn't know uh how like different archetypes just like look different in this in I guess in the 80s. I I felt like Brad was like sort of a different type of popular guy just like really happy and like extroverted and kind he of He looks silly. like a dweeb. Yeah, yeah he does yeah. look like a dweeb, right? Sort of like a Jason Siegel type. Um, oh, sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I I just like thought that was really interesting how different that was from from like you know, uh yeah. what's his name? Like a heart Neo, James. Totally. And yeah, and none of these people are shiny even though some yeah. of them are like super super attractive. Sure. They all yeah. do they do look pretty real and mm-hmm. yeah um just not like robots oh well, they I do look appreciate. real i was like i've never i didn't have a type of guy in my high school that was like mike Did, like is that like damone yeah mm-hmm. like a like a <laughs> Well, we Damone did. Is like, I think what we, was what is that type of guy? He's definitely like an East Coast like transplant. I feel like like <laughs> to me though, yes. we did too. We actually did too. Not like not as Damone as Damone would be. Not as in that sort like, of Damone's kind of like the Fonz. Well, mm. to me, like he's a scammer. Like like that's right. like what yeah, like, that's scammer. What he is. So like I feel like to us like we had this person Adam Kaufman. There you <laughs> go. Adam Kaufman yeah. will never Adam, listen to this podcast again. <laughs> I don't even know where Adam Hello, Kaufman Adam. is. Yeah. But he moved to our school. I'm from North Carolina, so he moved from New York. He 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 came from Brooklyn, and so like he, he came with this certain amount mm-hmm. of like like experience that no one else had in this sort of like world weariness like Just this a like, swagger yeah a little bit of a swagger mm-hmm. a little bit of wisdom yeah. and a little bit of like who knows what his life was like <laughs> before but i think anyone like in like taken and, and i think damone I, I don't know for sure but damone seems like a new yorker like he does seem like yeah, a new yorker yeah, yeah. in california yeah. he fully has an accent yeah. He's i guess totally. i guess today he would be like talking about cryptocurrency or something like i don't <laughs> know i just don't NFTs. know what it is yeah what it is it what who is that guy now oh yeah. jane should we move on are we like spending yeah. too much time i'm so on sorry <laughs> I will keep going. we'll keep going i will say one last comment which i wanted to say earlier which is <laughs> Hot Topic was also important because that's where they <laughs> sold vibrators. And your comment about the body butter reminded me that, like, yes. we would just sort of go and nervously, like, look at the vibrators. Yeah. Look at it, yeah. And, yeah. and sort of be way- terrified to, to purchase one. So, yeah. <laughs> Spencer's also had them, too, correct? Sexual. Oh, yes. Maybe I, I might even yes. be thinking of Spencer's. They did kind of blend together in my brain. Yeah. They have the same aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's Christmas. Stacy is bummed because the guy she lost her virginity to 
has stopped calling, but then Mark asks her out. Brad is about to break up with his girlfriend so he can be a free man during senior year. After threatening an annoying customer, he gets fired from the burger place. Just as he's telling his girlfriend how grateful he is to have her, she dumps him. Mike gives Mark some advice for his date, and it actually goes well. Back at Stacy's house, she casually changes into a robe and makes a move. Shy Mark runs out, leading Stacy to believe he isn't interested. Spicoli ends up crashing the car of Jefferson, star football player. He makes it seem like the rival football team destroyed the car, and during the big game, Jefferson absolutely crushes them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I always love that scene, um, which is the Forrest Whitaker football scene. Is one of my favorites. Just, just the rage that he had in his eyes for these, yeah. for for Lincoln, for the players at Lincoln, where they had all the "kill Lincoln" signs and assassinate yes, Lincoln signs. It's and also this like very funny. Like there are moments in this movie that I enjoy that are like cartoony and a little sillier. Yeah. Like inside of this very like pretty grounded story, um, and that is one of the like that's definitely fun. Also, Spicoli's car accident is nonsense I, uh, the, the, yeah. the, the yeah. line that really stunt. got me the, uh, the line that got me with that where Spicoli was talking about his dad having those really great tools and he's like yes, oh yeah yes. I could fix this that's very and funny I absolutely it is, love it that. is it like goes up a little hill and then yeah. it, into some other like it is a full ass set piece in yeah. the middle of this movie yeah, yeah. it's it's very out of nowhere yeah. it's funny yeah Sp- speaking of um, sort of different the the archetypes looking different the cheerleaders in this movie are yeah. made fun of yeah. and are sort of seen more as kind of like the class president maybe yeah. the goody two shoes try hard which i i love that because i'm i actually am sure that that exists in this country still today somewhere like yeah you know, cheerleaders aren't always the popular girls and i really like that mark is not aggro about sex i think it's rarely shown that yeah. men and boys can be not like aggro. Scared about <laughs> not aggro. Yeah. Can be scared about sex or just. Um, I also thought it was real. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that felt it felt very 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 real. Like I definitely had experiences like that where like like someone doesn't respond the way that you think because you've been told a certain amount of things about mm. like how men would work. Totally. <laughs> and, and, also, and that- you were very powerful. Let's remember. Yes, you were. Yes, you were alpha. So I was extremely powerful. So it's a little different. It's a little different. No, I mean, I just think to me, like, by the way, like I had absolutely no sex whatsoever until college. So like, I was a freshman in college before anything happened there. So high school was just this time to like imagine what it would be. Mm -hmm. Um, Same. Yeah. (laughs) Bless. Um, But I do think like I feel like you're taught to be, and I love that. I love that like Stacy is like has been taught to be like the seductress essentially. And she changes into a robe and she puts herself out there in this way. And then when he doesn't do what like an older guy would do, when he gets so scared, she immediately assumes that it's on her, that she wasn't Mm -hmm. sexy enough. And I think that's very real. Like, yeah, she's like, he just doesn't, he doesn't like me. Yeah. (laughs) As opposed to just being uh, completely terrified. I don't remember. Did did, uh, somebody's baby play in that scene as well? I don't know. I don't think uh, it maybe not that. Maybe not that yeah. one because it happens so fast. Where she's still talking to him, and then yeah. she could, she's kind of talking to him from the other room. But yeah. virtually every other. <laughs> yeah, Jackson Brown made a time. lot of money off this movie. <laughs> and anytime we see her boobs, like that song yeah. is playing for sure. Yeah. Um, um, that reminds me of when I first talk started talking to my now boyfriend. He actually canceled our first date 
because he was just like dealing with personal stuff. And when I told this to everyone, they were like, oh, he's just he like doesn't he, he doesn't like he doesn't you wanna, like he's blowing yeah. you off. And I was like, I think he might actually just be <laughs> aware of his emotions. Yeah. It and it turns bizarre. out he was. He, he's just like emotionally uh, mature and yeah. didn't think it was the right time. So oh, wow. yeah. again, movies would have me believe that yeah. he was just being yeah. a jerk. And that I have a teen, I have a teen um, making out story where the other person got scared and left. Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, it's not. It's not actually. It wasn't actually as traumatic for the guy. Like we laughed about it later. But when I was like, I think I must have been like fifteen, and my boyfriend at the time and I went to go make out in a movie. Ooh, um, which was very fun. What movie? <laughs> um, I can't remember. Really sad. <laughs> so sad. No. It was probably honestly. We we watched a lot of horror movies, and we oh. also watched. I guess superhero movies were just starting to come out. Like I saw Iron Man for one of my birthdays when I was in high school. <laughs> the first one, yeah. Um, but I remember for the very first time, I tried to kiss his neck. And he got really scared oh. and he got up and ran. And he said that he was really later on when we could finally talk about this. He was like, I was really worried I was going to come in my yeah. jeans. Yeah. Ew. And I was like, oh, did he miss the whole movie? Um, No, he came back. But like it was we were very awkward after that because I was like, oh, clearly I like. <laughs> Gross. But, but now looking back, it's sort of, it's sort, I'm sort of like. But that's I'm normal. Sort of like, that's not true. I feel like <laughs> yeah, I've been in the same situation. Um, I, I will say that I did mention the movie Twister only because <laughs> I took my girlfriend to Twister, and this was right before the uh, flower throwing incident. Oh. And after the movie, she was like, "Like things were definitely going downhill." So this oh. was this was my Brad moment, um, where she was just like, "I can't believe you took me to Twister." Oh, oh no, Twister! Oh. Twister's awesome. Twister rules. <laughs> well, it's great. It's and fine. Then, <laughs> Boom. But this I, relationship I have was nowhere. Yeah. I have a question okay, for the table. Question? Okay. Have you ever asked someone for their number? Oh my God. I don't think and I And especially have. I'll say in high school. Did you ever ask anyone for their number? No, I was always so scared to even like because my idea and I you know, I grew up in the nineties. I didn't know much of anything. It's like you have to call a girl and ask her mm -hmm. to go with mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. That was how it went me. down. You have to be like, would you go with me? Aww. And I was also confused, like, what does go mean? Or where are we going? <laughs> and, you're right. Uh, you're right. To yeah. So That's you would true. like find their phone numbers, like their parents' phone number in the. Uh, oh, we did use the phone book. In the phone book. And you'd be so nervous. Just like, oh, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Like tonight's the night I'm going to make that call. And then it never happened. I don't think oh. I ever had like any fears with calling people. I don't know Th that I don't remember. I don't remember like ever being like, can I have your number? Because I feel like anyone that I ever was interested in had been like a friend for a million years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it took like being a friend with someone until you realize, oh, maybe I could be with them. It never worked. I out. have a story. I'm Jane, a little stressed out. I'm a little stressed out to tell the story. Okay. The answer is also no. So you just tell it. Okay. All right. At the <laughs> local Starbucks, which was. A very important place in town. There was a cute barista. And I swear to God, he would like get nervous when I ordered a drink. Like I like I swear that there was chemistry. Like I like I'm I don't think I was making this up. And so I got it into my head that I needed to ask him out and just do it. And so I went there with my friend Keely and we got drinks. And then I was so nervous. So we sat in the little couch area for at least a half hour, just like gearing and gearing up. And then I went and I asked for his number and he said yes. 
But then I started talking. <laughs> so he was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, I have no idea. I've never I never had a boyfriend. I like didn't know what to do. And so I just started blabbering on and on. And we exchanged numbers. He's really nice. And then he never called me. Oh, But you didn't call but him. I, I don't. Wait. No, I didn't. He only had my number. Oh, wait. okay. I'm not sure exactly how that worked. Um, this was like early days of cell phone. Like I didn't have a smartphone, mm -hmm. for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was the bravest thing I've ever done. Yeah, that's awesome. Do, that's so I, powerful. I do think that if I had handled myself better and maybe he like, like maybe he realized that I was 16 in that moment. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or maybe I'm lying to myself and maybe he was just being nice because I asked him for his number in front of other people. Wait, do you think he's like in his early 20s? He might have been. It was hard to tell. He he could have been. She's going to be. <laughs> his name? His name is Tim, folks. Oh, man. Tim, are you Tim. listening? Um, let's talk about Sean Penn before we move on. Let's talk about Sean Penn's. Because this is um sort of when we start getting really Sean Penn and the teacher like yeah mm -hmm. against each other, which is cute. Um, it's comic relief every time you see them together. It's such a fun like it's to me like it's almost <laughs> like a pilot. Like it feel or it feels like a TV show. Yeah. It feels like it feels like this is like the the C story is the Spicoli. two of them and their relationship, and it's just like a fun moment, you know, to slice it in. Um, I always liked when so Spicoli would come into the room and he would say whatever he was going to say, <laughs> and then Mr. Hand would immediately bat it back, and Spicoli's face in just pure shock <laughs> that it went that way. So like with his I his know. schedule being ripped up, with the pizza being handed he could out, be so like, hurt. Pizza. He could be so, so hurt. hurt. I, yeah, that's true. It's always like whenever you see like the sort of smartass in school, like the Zach Morris, he kind of always wins, and to see like a. Stodgy old teacher, like get the best of Spicoli every time, is very funny. Um, I he, know, and they're sort of like cute, like you know, he sort of knows that Spicoli isn't like a mean guy. Yeah, yeah. Mean. <laughs> There's a he just like doesn't really want to work, and so there's this really like almost wholesome like <laughs> teacher v student dynamic that I think now it probably wouldn't exist because like no. if a teacher did something like that, like the parents would all like freak out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I definitely it's think, cute. I definitely yeah. think that, yeah, but that's existed so hard. Like, I feel like I remember that kid in many different ways. I remember that sort of like clownish kid who like would come in and just their whole thing was to be silly. Like, oh, I'm thinking of David Kazizi. <laughs> oh man, David Kazizi. He was just the Name fucking him. funniest. Name man. him. Yeah. I wonder what happened to David Kazizi. He's so funny. Like, I don't know, man. Like, but you could like kind of mix it up with a teacher back then that way. I would in yeah. in the cases where we had those in my in my classes, uh, the teacher just wouldn't interact. They would just ignore, mm -hmm. and so the kid would just oh. be in the back and just like fade into obscurity. Oh no, we yeah. I definitely like had like teachers who would like who would get play into along. fight. Yeah, they would play <laughs> along for sure. Like I yeah, and like that's a why the Mister Hand thing, the Mister Hand thing is so nice because like you're sort of like seeing what he's going to decide to do so you get to learn about him too. Yeah. Um, and then also just Spicoli is like, when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, anyone who has ever tried to do a stone surfer dude bit has gotten it from him. Like, oh, 1,000 sure. there's, there's, there's no, like, <laughs> I was like, Platonic it's so ideal. good. <laughs> it's so good. And little baby Sean Penn looks so different and is really doing it well. Everyone's a little baby in this. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at, <laughs> I was like, 
Uh, look at little baby Forrest Whitaker. He's so little. Yeah. And my husband was like, massive. what? He's massive. Yeah. <laughs> little like, baby. But he looks so different. Yeah. Eric Stoltz is one of the stoner friends. Little baby. Little baby Eric Stoltz. I will say that that's the Spicoli situation points to kind of the randomness of this movie that I really like. There, mm-hmm. there, there almost isn't a, like not, a, not too much happens. There's sort of like an ensemble cast yeah. and you're just sort of put into this world like I guess the writer was or whoever, where he just was viewing these people and that's how it feels. And I, it's very different from the the movies we're watching now where it's all about a protect, like a very strong protagonist going through some sort of massive traumatic change. Like, yeah, things are spoon fed. This is, it's like really lovely snapshots. Um, Yeah. It's a slice of life. Like that's what it is. And just really strong characters that have their own POV. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. I think the spoon fed thing is really important. Like so many of the movies that we watch spell everything out to you. Yeah. And they treat the audience like huge idiots. And I Mm -hmm. I just felt like the smartest kid in class watching this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Okay. Stacy and Linda are lounging by the pool when Mike and Mark show up. Brad comes back from his new job at a fish joint and cranks off thinking about Linda. She walks in on him. Spicoli continues his feud with Mr. Hand by going to class on time but having a pizza delivered. After Stacy tells Mike she likes him more than Mark, they fuck for like five seconds. Later, Mike is standoffish and it seems like Linda knows less about sex than she lets on. Brad is so embarrassed by his fish restaurant pirate costume that he quits. Stacy tells Mike that she's pregnant. He agrees to pay for half of an abortion and give her a ride, but he doesn't show up. Brad gives her a ride instead, and when he realizes what's going on is very caring. Linda is pissed on Stacy's behalf and graffitis Mike's oh, graffitis Mike's car and locker. Mark confronts Mike and they almost fight. Man. So much happened here. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. One, one thing that pops out for me is what you mentioned before and uh how everybody here is pretty well middle uh, middle class. Mm-hmm. Um, there are we're no like huge like, huge mansions or anything, but I do think like yeah. Stacy and Brad's house with the pool was like yeah. oh that's that's the nicest house in in, town, uh, exactly. in Fast Times. Yeah, they also um, have gorgeous plants. As a new really plant do. mom, I was looking at their snake <laughs> plant and I was like, how did they do that? <laughs> um, yeah, and then this is the usage of. Uh, the cars moving in stereo in the, oh, with yeah. a scene where Brad is cranking it off in the bathroom. Oh God. Um, yeah. Another <laughs> good, it. another good, uh, a, another good moment for music in this film. Too. Another great. Well, I was going to ask, okay, it doesn't have to be you cranking off, but right. was there somebody, was there somebody you liked as a teen that like music would be playing in the background? If you're this music would be playing in the background <laughs> in your dream scenario of them, like um, a new song describe. or raised on no, the radio. It has, no, it has to be moving in stereo. Wait, what is that? No, it has to be moving in stereo. Yeah, it has to be the one. Yeah, the one that's playing when raised on the radio is when he's washing the car. So, oh, what does the song yeah, sound yeah, like, yeah. Jason? I don't know. Left the string and moving in stereo. Oh, dude, like okay, dun, got it. Dun, dun. I guess yeah. I'm so traumatized by the fact that it's happening that I've never really gotten the music. Yeah, you never like this scene. I don't like. I do not like the scene. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's why not? too. I mean, it's too embarrassing. It's just oh, too embarrassing. Okay. It's too embarrassing for me to comfortably watch. Like we were watch. watching it last night, and Kristen was like. What do you think Phoebe Cates thinks about this these days? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm I am so aggressively 38 that I cannot describe to you. Like it's like so hard. Like I just I, I yeah I did ask that question. I was you like, did. What, I wonder what she feels like. 
because she is depicted in like this like and I mean this has been parodied and like seen a million times yeah. since yeah. like she's just like she turns into this like super like glamour hot like model and takes her top like you know opens up her top or whatever um I don't know. I, it's it's so interesting to me. I don't know what I don't know. It really makes me uncomfortable. It mm. makes me embarrassed. It makes me like sad for all of them. <laughs> yeah. It's so silly too because they don't they don't really talk at any other. I'm like no. why like they never like moment. talk to each other. Yeah, it is another sort of like random yeah. moment that that just happens all the time when you see someone really hot. At yeah. that age, you're just like, oh my god! You're just like, you can't. You have to attack your body. I don't know, man. I feel like I'd never. I feel like that. I never personally felt that. Like, because anytime I had an attraction to someone, it was because of like aggressive friendship for a very long. I, time. I also think yeah. we have to think about how horny Brad was at this point in time. Yeah, because oh, yeah, he, he had just been got go- dumped. Yeah, he had been dumped. Oh, I like, forgot that. They hadn't yeah. done anything in two years. Oh, that's true. Because she Summer. wouldn't go to the point with and him. He was lying about that. Yeah, yeah. I get, he was also this like. Real, I think that's maybe why it's so embarrassing to me. It's like such like the lowest lowest point. Like he's lost his job. He's been <laughs> he's dumped. At the fish he's having place. to work at a fish place. Yeah. and like he's had a long fucking day. He's and he still just wants, wearing the fish outfit while cranking off. And he just yes. quietly wants yeah. to go oh my jerk God, off. And to be clear, is the point. The baseball field? Yeah, it, that's what it seems like. I was confused like. about that. Yeah. It's the dugout. Is it's the just point. the dugout. So why the don't point. they just say the dugout? <laughs> I was confused why the 26-year-old that she went on a date with wanted to go there and not like his home in yeah. the first part. Um, he probably still lives sad. at home. <laughs> I had Maybe. a lot of thoughts about the nudity as well. First of yeah. all, Linda is so gorgeously yeah. freaking yes. perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah incredible and i remember that i watched a lot of vh1 and they they talked about this movie a lot and they would yeah. always show yeah. the scene but obviously her boobs were covered yeah. so for me this was exciting like i finally saw them <laughs> um <laughs> and i guess my big takeaway from this movie because my boyfriend trying to be a little feminist was like i was like well there's not like that much nudity now in the movies we watched and he was like well they're not like it's exploitative and i was like it doesn't feel like this doesn't feel exploitative to me at all First of all, it felt fun, and I also felt I felt like Linda and Stacy were pretty real. Like they both are real people who I felt like I knew in high school. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, I would argue that it's gratuitous, but it yeah. didn't. Yeah. It definitely didn't offend me. It doesn't offend me at all. I think yeah. that it just makes. I, I guess my it's secondhand embarrassment. It's the secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. I just yeah. feel squeamish. I feel nervous about it. I feel embarrassed for everybody involved, <laughs> even though it's not. But I will say, well, this. and you know, I think like I just like knew she was gonna walk in on it. Yeah, you like, just oh know it's God, coming, oh and you're just waiting for it to come, and it's just a stream. I mean, everybody, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will say, I don't think it's, I don't think it's gratuitous. It's definitely like uneven. Like you don't mm-hmm. see like. Totally. That's exactly yeah. it. It's not it's not even. And I feel like that is a thing that's like so noticeable that feels very eighties. Yeah. Um there's also nothing really sexy about it because like well, you know I mean, that I he's, disagree. Well no, because I, I get taken out of it because you know Brad is <laughs> you can't crank it. jerking off in a bathroom in a fish costume. Yeah, which is which is why I think the movie's kind of being silly with us because yeah. yeah. she's so gorgeous and she, the whole movie I'm like, Oh my god, this this woman is so gorgeous. Yeah. And you finally have a nude scene with her and you only get to get it knowing that this guy is jerking off in a fish costume. Yeah. So like I did think that was like really funny i guess my question is like i was I like want... oh no <laughs> it reminds me of like like the precursor to american pie to like that 
to the mm. like chat scene or whatever. Like that's what it reminds me of a little bit, obviously, right? Yeah. 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 Um I but yeah, I don't know. I think she's so beautiful. She is so beautiful. But so is Jennifer Jason Lee. And like, and they're still friends, which I is know. really great to know. I um, love that. I know this because I went to see a Frankie Cosmos show at like uh, um, Columbus Circle, an outdoor show a few years ago. And Frankie Cosmos <laughs> is uh, Greta Klein, which is Phoebe Cates and uh, Kevin Klein's daughter. Aww. And Phoebe Cates was there, and Jennifer Jason Lee were there, and all watching the show. We're all and, grown and up, and it was so uh, <laughs> it was so nice to see. Like, oh, they're coming out to support this outdoor show, and it's really Aww. sweet. Yeah, I don't know what I think of it. I don't know. I maybe it's just my maybe the place where I am in my cycle that I watched it yesterday that made me sensitive and worried <laughs> for children. I was just worried for the children. Yeah. I guess there is an interesting un- unevenness that's depicted, which is Linda is supposed to be this experienced woman, and that's like yeah. how she wants to portray herself. But she, I mean, what I read it as, she's not at all. She yeah. actually she's pretending, like, yeah. is yeah. totally new to all of this, and she has no idea that like this guy is viewing her this way. Right. And so yeah. like maybe she is portraying this like sexy person in her head. But she's yeah. really not, and that's what he sees her. I don't know. It's just an she's interesting. Yeah, for that. you're seeing like yeah, the like that's her. That's sort of her character in the high school and like what people right. think of her. Yeah. And you do get hints that like, hey, that person actually may not. Like, We're all pretending. Yeah. But we yeah. also <laughs> don't know for sure that Linda thinks that Brad is jerking off thinking of her. Oh, no. He's not really, he's not really no. positioned looking true. out the window. He could have been looking at like a TV guide. She just would have yeah, been no, embarrassed. A TV <laughs> guide. She just would have been embarrassed to see someone jerking it off. Did you guys ever walk in on someone jerking it off? Because I walked into my brother. <gasps> yeah. No, but like looking back, so I have an older brother, and looking back now, there were many times that his door was locked, and I tried to come in because his the, our bookcase, our shared bookcase, was in his room, uh-huh. and so I would try to come in to grab a book, Aww. and the door would be locked, and I'd be like, "Hmm, why was the door locked?" And I think one time he was like, "I was pooping," and I was like, "Now I'm like, <laughs> in your wait, he was pooping a, in his room." There, <laughs> no, he. Well, he, his the bathroom was through his room, so that means he oh. locked both the bathroom door and, and- the bedroom door. <laughs> But wow. at the time, I was just like, okay. I love like the I love where we are culturally that like shitting is less embarrassing than yes, yes. Kristen, what was your story about walking in? Was it was I, he wearing a costume from his work? <laughs> I don't know what. Like, obviously, I didn't like. I, I I was there long enough to see what I saw. Like, but like oh, you get no. out quickly. So I had I was coming back from a doctor's appointment, and like I had like brought and I was in college I brought home like early college I brought home like two subway subs (laughs) and I thought I was being being, like the best sister I bought my brother a sub and I'm like coming in and so I like walked in and I threw up the door and I was like bought you a sub a sub chat and then like saw what was happening was he watching anything he was watching porn and he was watching fast times he also had this giant It wasn't like, you guys, I can't, again, this is like 2002, one. So like he wow. was watching like VHS porn. So like, oh. yes. So like oh. a giant. The lowest of the low. I know. A giant TV too. Like right. a big, and also like a wide TV. So yeah. like that, a big, like, thick TV. The yeah. thickest yeah. TV you've ever seen. Massive. And so like, I really, I think I saw that more than I saw what he was doing. Although I like. Did you drop the sub? 
No, I said putting, <laughs> putting it on the table, putting it on the table, close the door real quick. Yeah, the subs, the, you holding the two subs actually makes it really cinematic for me. Like, I really love that Then detail. I'm going to yeah. write it into Just something. Just a and shot will, of the I sub hitting choose, the ground. I know, I choose to, like, believe that you dropped them and they, like, sort of fell dramatically one at a time. The lettuce flies like, everywhere. Because yeah. I was personally so offended and disgusted it's that like I would a, drop the Subway subs. It's a slow-mo shot where, like, the lettuce and everything and the meat, like, comes out. Out on the floor and then it bounces a little yeah. boom, boom. while uh, moving in stereo is playing in the background <laughs> bounce, bounce. Oh my God. So there was one um other relationship <sighs> i wanted to touch on which was brad okay. and stacy as siblings and mm. th- this might be the best brother sister relationship in any movie yeah. we've watched for the podcast so yeah, far yes Aww. they are they successfully don't seem like they want to fuck each other which unfortunately <laughs> is an issue with a lot of movies, is they have this, sure. they have this nice distance, but also um, caring and empathy. And yeah. I yeah. love that he came through for her and was yeah. not Me judgmental too. and was not yeah. crying. And it just, it was yeah. touching. It's a very, that's a very sweet scene. And I, I agree with you. Like there, there is a, a distance in like, they're not hateful to each other too, which is nice. Like they don't like each other clearly. Like they're not interested in each other in their lives whatsoever. They kind of get on each other's nerves the way that siblings do. (laughs) And, but then when they need each other, they're there for each other. Yeah. And it's really nice that this movie, you know, for an eighties movie doesn't like fly into a culture war about the abortion that happens in this movie. And I really like the friendly business, like abortion nurse that like, is like, well, I'm not going to let you go unless uh, someone can drive you home. Like, I just yeah. love that that little slice of, like, a normal day at the abortion clinic. I almost, um, I wonder, like, and see, I don't, I have no way of knowing, and I was not alive at the time that this movie was released, but um, I do. Oh, God, you weren't. Yeah. Brag. Humble brag. Brag while I was four. Among the two of us, I'm <laughs> I slightly younger. I saw this 38 younger. times in the theater as a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I kind of like wondered if that's how it was. Like, I wondered mm-hmm. if like the way that we feel and the way that culture approaches abortion is a 90s invention as opposed to like, I wonder if that was just the way that it was and how nice that was back then and for things to have gone so poorly yeah. in I the know. other direction. Yeah. It's sort of, ha- yeah, it's sort of come back the other way now yeah. where it's like a huge, huge scene if it's in anything. Jane, should we move on? During a field trip at a local hospital, the kids look at some cadavers. Stacy gets sick and Mark comforts her. Mr. Han goes to Spicoli's house to give him an eight-hour history lesson. <laughs> they leave with mutual respect. At the end of school dance, Mark- Mike apologizes to Mark, who takes him back as a friend. Linda is heartbroken that her long-distance boyfriend isn't coming to the dance, but quickly bounces back when she realizes she can date anyone she wants. Back at the mall, Stacy says she's interested in romance, not just sex. She gives her picture, picture to Mark, and they kiss. The mini-mart where Brad now works gets held up, but with Spicoli's help, Brad apprehends the gunman and is promoted to manager. So funny. Oh, I such a such a huge uh, scene for Spicoli. I, I thought like, kind of what we were talking about, the relationship between Spicoli and Mr. Hand, I thought was a very uh, sweet scene where Spicoli's trying to get out of there, get to the dance. Mr. Hand comes in. And he's like, you know, you wasted my time, so now I'm going to waste yours. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, I think there was like a mutual understanding between Mr. Yeah. Hand and Spicoli that I thought was really, really sweet. Yeah. And then Spicoli was able to go to the dance completely hot boxed <laughs> and then hop up, hop up on stage and sing Wooly Bully. So silly. Oh, so yes. fun. So that fun. That dance seems so fun. Yeah. Yes. 
I also loved Spicoli in the cadaver scene too, which is another great scene where he was just, he's like, are you in my class? He's like, today I am. Yeah, he was there to see a dead body. I love that so much. This high school is so wild. Like they have a monkey in an earlier scene (laughs) in the room. Yeah. And like, I cannot imagine my high school class going to a local hospital. Not even like anything gross. Like not even looking at the babies in the window. Like it it would just be too loud. They wouldn't be able to handle (laughs) our class. Like it just seems like this school, like it does a lot of interesting things that would not happen. Yeah. And I think it it all has to go back to Mr. Vargas. I think Mr. Vargas is the one that makes it interesting. Like he's the one, like he, he clearly has a relationship with the person in the morgue. Like he's done this class trip many times to where he's like, yeah, I'm okay with you opening the body and taking all the parts out. He is a weird bio teacher. I had a biology teacher once, like my, uh, I think that my only male biology teacher was a weirdo like that. And he like, the first day of class, he was talking about, I can't remember why, we were talking about cells that were found in placentas. And he was like, you know, have you ever smelled like a woman's placenta? If you ever get the chance, uh, if someone close to you gives birth, just oh, like man. hold it close and like give it a sniff. And we were like, what is happening? Ew, this was like the first like? or second day with him. And he was trying to make some point about like how, you know how like some people like eat the placenta? Sure, yeah. they do. But like, man, just like that did remind me of that guy. Just like the weird. <laughs> just an yeah, oddball. If you, if you ever get a chance, just get, go up to the placenta, get a good sniff. Ew. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Forget that moment. I, well, I, I will. I understand eating it more than I understand smelling it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, at least with eating it, you're trying to get some nutrients. <laughs> My smelling sister is, is a nurse, and so she went, she did all of this type of stuff in school. And she told me that when they were bored in class, they would just like cut into the cadaver and like. <laughs> cut out like disgusting jason used to work for bodies i remember her saying she like dropped maybe like a piece of flesh onto her ug oh god her ug oh god yeah anyway i used used to work at bodies i don't know if you're familiar with bodies no (laughs) you went through a series of weird jobs yeah when i was when we lived in atlanta i worked a lot of weird part-time jobs and one of them was at the bodies exhibit where it is these oh yeah it's bodies that are like plasticine but mm. like they're like sealed yeah. in plastic in like rubber plastic and uh, one of my jobs was at the end of the night i had to go through and pick up all the body parts that had been pulled off the bodies uh, by like <gasps> children and stuff and <sighs> put them in a box so they There's could an dispose. Innate need to pull things off the <gasps> yeah <laughs> disgusting oh my god yeah, they're there. Also, you that's just, so spooky it was so, so spooky. spooky i never went and yeah. also in high school so our biology class they dissected fetal pigs. Did is that yeah. what yours did? Yeah, that's um, a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I opted out. I chose not to do it. Mm. I wrote a report or something that day. Like, I have no interest in seeing. And it's not because I I eat pork. It's not like it wasn't like an animal rights thing. <laughs> I was just <laughs> too disgusted. Just gro- it's, it's just, just gross. gross. Like, and like this this bio teacher reminded me of my bio teacher, which is that he just like kind of loved being into the grossness. That's yeah, kind of gross. He was just looking. And I know he was speaking to someone in that room yeah. that like was like him. Someone like was impacted. To, yeah, yeah. He's trying to find the person that's like that. A future Mister um, Vargas or whatever his name. Yeah. <laughs> my question was: Have you ever given a photo of yourself to someone of the opposite gender? <laughs> like, a like a hard photo. <laughs> I'm sure. As like a, yes, a hard copy I definitely photo did. as a keepsake. Well, I feel like in Ooh. high school we we treated like our school pics. Like we yes. definitely did yes. that for sure. We that, did too. That definitely happened. To me, I feel like the equivalent at that point would have been signing each other's yearbook and putting your number in it. Like that mm-hmm. to me would have been the equivalent of the end of the year thing. See you next summer. Or ho- hope to see you over the summer. 
Yeah. Oh, putting your number yeah. in the yearbook. Oh, yeah. All the time. Did you yeah. did you guys have hags have a great summer? Hags? <laughs> you I, had I, Lilas? <laughs> it was we like Lilas, but not Hags. <laughs> what was yours? Lilas, love you like a sister. And then okay. and then we I signed I your Lilas. I signed your crack. Someone would oh, have. everybody signed. Like, like every crack, crack in, yearbook. in my yearbook was signed. Like the very, yeah, the binder of yeah. the yearbook was, would be like, I was the first to sign your crack. Sorry, okay, crack. that's hilarious to me right this moment. Um, wow. I was wondering if there was cheating in your high school, because there's a fun cheating scene where the girl has like stuff oh, yeah. over her thigh. What yeah. was the cheating uh, protocol? I mean, I definitely remember like people like peeking at my paper, I do remember oh. like when I, but I also remember there was this one girl, Mary Claire Martin. <laughs> You're going for full names. Oh well, yeah. yeah, we love it. Oh. <laughs> Mary Claire Martin, the one who's been named today. <laughs> we, Kristen has a lot of enemies now. No, no, no. I mean, names. this is not. This is not. This is very positive about okay. her. And I mean, I think the, it was. I've been very positive about Adam Kaufman and David Cassisi as well. Um, no, so Mary Claire Martin was like in our group of four. Like we had a group of four girls, <laughs> and um, she was the one who was like a little bit more studious, and she she would quietly do the things, and then we would copy over whatever she had done. Oh, yeah. And but so we powerful. <laughs> it was a little bit powerful. But we were we each had something to offer in that group of four. But that is one thing that I remember doing, and never ever ever got caught. It was never a problem. But I do remember people looking at mine too. I don't remember much cheating. Um, yeah, I don't remember anybody getting busted for cheating or anything like that. Like Radford High School, all great students, <laughs> all great students. There was, a guy, there was a guy in some chemistry class I had who left the room during a test and somebody else then told me that he left the room to run to the computer lab to look something up for the <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. And I was like, what? He which means he like sprinted down like X number of floors. Wow. And I, I to this I like don't know if it's true or not. Like I didn't pay enough attention to him like coming back to see if he was like panting or anything. That's so but funny. what a move. Yeah, yeah that's a that's I feel a like great I never move. needed to cheat. Free that smart bad. free smartphone, yeah. 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 We, we didn't have a computer lab. So Aww. it was impossible for us. I mean, I guess you could run out and like look in your book <laughs> in the locker or something, but yeah, 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 no yeah, computer yeah. lab for us. Well I mean like yeah, truly, like, I feel like the internet at that time in 2000, 2001 would have been, like, just yeah. fine. Like, it would have taken longer to search for something than it was. Search for the <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Jane, do you have a story? No. I mean, I do remember kids cheating on, like, a vocab test. And I also remember mm. cheating in fifth grade, looking up the, the definition of republic versus democracy. But somehow, I got it wrong like I was right like I my what I thought was right was right and I looked it up and somehow I then put the wrong answer and so oh. that's really taught me a lesson it's a lesson I did um I accidentally cheated once and by that I mean I was at a spelling bee and it was one of those where you you kind of worked in groups to start like it was teams and the word was chauvinist I remember I still Ooh. remember the word the word was chauvinist but the person who read it out pronounced it differently, like the different vowel or whatever. And I literally didn't understand what she was saying. So I was kind of like looking around. Like, by, <laughs> yeah, like something like chauvinist or something like that. And like by mistake, I like like kind of glanced and saw someone else writing C-H-A. And like the minute I saw that, I was like, oh, it's that word. But like at the start, I just like had no idea. Um, and then we won. So I kind of felt bad 
because like if I if we had gotten that wrong and like no one else on my table knew what the fuck she was saying either. <laughs> so like if we yeah. had gotten that wrong, like we would have yeah, we would we wouldn't have won. But the course of history was we changed won. in that moment. So <laughs> yeah, thank you, person who got it right. I got a question for you guys watching this movie and especially in that last scene where uh, you know, they're back in the mall and you know, she gives the picture and you know, rat comes over and gets the picture. When you first see the mall in that in that scene, can you smell the mall? Smell it. <laughs> oh my god. Because I certainly could smell it. Like, oh, I, smell I know what that mall. smells like. Yeah, yeah. What do you uh, smell? It's like the crossover of like you have a shoe store here, but if you're in the shoe store that's closer to the food court, uh, you're going to get all the food, food smells court. that so are like, like rolling Cinnabon. across. Yeah. Like rubber Cinnabon. sneakers and corn dogs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that actually is a great smell. I mean, but I don't think our mall smells the way that it smelled when I was in a teen either. Oh, not anymore. It's, it's a different smell now. It's changed. Yeah. yeah, no. And there's not as much of like the mall that's structured around that central pit. Yeah. With, like, right. Elevator, escalators, like elevators going totally. down in it. And the food court is on one side of it. Like, I don't think a lot of the malls have that, like... They don't. Yeah. Jersey yeah. still has that. I feel like Jersey yeah. is, like, the one <laughs> yes. place that still definitely Newport has Mall that. Newport Mall still New, But still also, like, Paramus? Yeah. Garden mm. State? Yeah. A lot of I great malls in Jersey. Like, I have, like, vivid memories of, like, being on an escalator in the middle part like that and yeah. kind of, like, mm -hmm. looking around, just making sure no one I knew from high school was seeing yep, me. Because so you just feel observed yeah. from 360 yes, degrees. Yeah. You go to the mall, but you also go to the mall to be seen. To observe, yeah. yeah. To observe. It's a, it's a, it's a two-way relationship. It's been a long time since I've been in a mall. I miss a mall. Yeah, I want to go to a mall I now. Miss mall. When I was let's starting, go. let's yeah, all go. Let's go to Willowbrook. Let's all go to New Jersey. We're, yeah, we can all. Go. I'm into it. That was the thing like, I would do when I was in before S you before you leave the East Coast. You gotta, gotta go to a go Jersey to the mall. mall. Oh, Jersey oh, malls shit, are the do. best, honestly. When I was in SNL, that was like one of our things that we would go do, like on because you only have one day off, like essentially. So we only had one Sundays off, and so we would have been up so so late on Saturday night. Yeah. That at was, the after party, guys. We were up I mean, late at the after party. You know, you're mixing it up <laughs> yeah. at the after party. Me yeah. and Steve Martin talking about Jersey <laughs> malls. But we would go because it was like this nice way to just like walk around with people who didn't work for Lauren Michaels. Like it was just a really nice way to see a lot of normal fucking people at once. And, and, and yeah. like to walk in and out of places. That was like a very healing thing that we would go. We would go sometimes. to the mall. We would walk around Garden State and then we would go get dim sum. Oh, and that was our, mm. and then we would go to a Barnes and Noble. All of those, you know, oh, it was man. a very perfect like, Sunday. It was definitely like a shopping. Like that's how I, that's how I handled the stress. <laughs> wow, <laughs> was by walking what a good around. Tonic. I would yeah. say this movie is like a good tonic for a sad totally. day. Totally, yeah. Jason. I think it would have been fine for you to watch this while crying in your basement. Like I think it would have been good. Yeah, no, this it's is a, good a comforting movie. Completely. It is, yeah, I mean, all of Cameron Crowe's <laughs> movies are comforting. Like, yeah, I mean. I'm say sure. anything's wonderful. Say anything is lovely. Yes. And um, then like, so is singles. Like those movies are like very. Cameron Crowe is also very good at writing movies of their time. Like, you know, singles mm -hmm. was very much about like the 90, early 90s grunge in Seattle. Yeah. And like, yeah. And being 20. Say anything was like, a, you know, about, you know, teenagers in love in the late 80s. And yeah. Yeah. Ridgemont High. Should we should yeah. we um should we do our final verdicts? Yeah. Good okay. Yes. Um and you got you guys can go first. We're okay. gonna we've come to the end. We're gonna okay. answer three questions. Okay. 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 Um the first is is this movie good or bad? And you can elaborate how as much or as little as you want to. I love it. It's a good movie. It's great. 
It's a good movie. It's really great. Um, yeah, I watching it again last night, and I hadn't seen it in quite some time. Uh, it was really nice to come back to it, and I put my phone down. I refused <laughs> to look at anything else. I just wanted to be like present. in the present in the movie, and it was really nice to do that. And uh, yeah, what a good movie! I had really some good great. laughs. Good, good laughs. Totally agree. It's very well done. It somehow feels more innocent, more earnest and genuine than the other movies we watch, even though those movies are like have less nudity and less sexual themes. It just felt it felt good. Um, Mm -hmm. There was just interesting characters and they're all really strong and unique and specific. Um, Very good. And I'm really happy. Yeah, you guys, you guys. Thank you for. um, Choosing this one, I think it's oh, like yeah. one of the better movies we've done for this like cursed show. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. What were you gonna say, Jason? I was gonna say I'm guessing none of the other movies have a lot of Jackson Brown, <laughs> like popping Correct. up in them. Correct. This yeah. is the first. Good. And then we sort of already started answering this, but the second question is always, "Did you like the movie?" Which I would say, I loved it. I don't think if I had been looking for like plot, I don't think I would have liked it as much. It was. Sure. Just my sort sure. Of distinction. I love characters in movies. So I mean, yeah. like I, I watch things for characters, and I think that this has that in spades. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's a real character-driven movie. Um, it's just fun to see how the story goes for each one of them. Like you're you're invested in every character in this film, and I don't think that really happens in many other films. Like yeah. I really wanted to see what happened with Spicoli. I wanted to see what happened with Mr. Vargas and Mr. Hand. You know, that's how much, how strong the characters are. Yeah, uh, in yeah, this film. absolutely. I loved it. This is one of the few movies that my boyfriend was willing to watch with me for the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> we both really enjoyed it. I felt, I felt refreshed after watching this movie. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. loved it. And I'm, I'm totally going to rewatch it. And I look forward to that, to that day. Have you got, have you seen Say Anything? Have you guys I done haven't. that one? Okay, I recommend doing that one next. Yeah, there's some really lovely movies to watch, you guys. Do say anything next. But also say anything is an interesting, like, very, very funny, but, like, also another thing to, like, compare the current time to, you know? And it's all that has very sad moments in it, too. Very real moments. So I, I highly recommend that. My third question is, what type of teen is this movie for? And usually we say, like, that means, like, today. Ooh. Mm. I was going to say 80s teen. To me, it's like a grown-up. There are, there are <laughs> Zoomers that are really into the 80s. I feel like there are Zoomers. Zoomers are so fashionable. 80s so nostalgia like, is, like, is pretty big. 80s with nostalgia is big. That show you like, uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> that show you like. I would say, like, if if people, like, really like the mall scenes in Stranger Things or, like, the outfits, I would be like, just yeah. watch this. Like, this is what it's trying to reference. Like, yeah. I think it's for literary teens. That's what I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's yeah. It's hard because I'm I I want to say people just starting high school might get something out of this. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to be kind of smart to really see the value <laughs> kind of like us. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I I just I also I don't really know anything about teens today. I know. I have no We're idea. So I'm so old. But I do think that teens are very smart. Like I do feel like they have far more access to things than we do did at that time and like i think like it's it's a different kind of movie Mm -hmm. so i think it's like teens that are open to like story like an emotional like like letting like something emotionally grow 
Also, I think mm. there are so many different types of teens depicted in this film yeah. that no matter yeah. what, like a, a, a teen of today is going to find themselves in one of them, that type no matter of what. Teen. Yeah. I think yeah. it might be a good um a good sleepover movie too. Yeah, because like I remember I remember watching Grease at a sleepover, and I think I think that might have been like the first time with friends that I like like discussed like sex in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, all slash of us were like, so shocked. <laughs> slash <laughs> rape. Yeah. Because uh, we were all shocked. Well, I, mostly with um, Kaneki and Rizzo because they're so into it. Yeah. Um, that was more fascinating to us at the time, just being like, wow, she's so confident. And then we had the cool friend that was like, oh, yeah, like I've seen that before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> we're like 12 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, I love it. I, yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I can definitely see like future film nerds, like Ooh. future yeah, like yeah, little yeah. directors. Yeah. Like that is a thing. Too. Little directors. Little this directors. is for little directors. Little baby, guys. little baby directors. Yeah. Um, Jason and Kristen, what are you watching these days? Oh my god! Well, we just watched Hacks and loved it. We loved Hacks. Hacks um, was so good. Uh, we're actually watching the Mary Tyler Moore show right now. <laughs> we to are. To be honest with you. <laughs> throwback. Hell yeah. Um, I had never really watched much of it. And going through this has been wonderful. Just solid jokes. Yeah. Jokes that are still just like really hit today. Um, we Okay. So we've been watching that. What else have we A watched? A Black Lady really? Sketch Show. Black Lady Sketch Show. Second season. Yep. What else are we watching? Oh, and we watch a lot of um, YouTube. We do watch a lot of YouTube, guys. <laughs> we, the two of us watch oh a lot boy. of YouTube. What yeah. YouTube world are you in? Okay, so worlds. I'm in, I, we are deeply in um, Travelers. travel vloggers. Okay. So, like, yeah. so it's been a joy to like, first of all, we got into travel. I always, that again was another soothing thing, watching like travel vloggers and I had my favorites. But then seeing how the pandemic has impacted travel vloggers. Mm-hmm. The start of the pandemic, we were watching people go <laughs> and travel because that felt good because we couldn't. And then it was like, oh, we're going to keep following them to see what the pandemic has done, which means that almost all of them yeah. have moved into vans. Yeah, they've all purchased vans. <gasps> van life. There's yeah. so many people van doing life. van life. So we're watching a lot of van life. So we watch uh, The Endless Adventure. Yeah, love them. Love They're those really two. great. Kara uh, and Nate are very <laughs> fun. Not as good as, but yeah, it's like, and, and then also, uh, flying the nest. Flying the nest, we watch. So we have yeah. like these couples that are basically all—they've all moved into vans, and we're watching them live in vans <gasps> for the moment. And then what's up? What's oh the RV God. couple that we watch? Oh, oh, um, Liz, amazing. Liz, amazing. It's this old, older couple, yeah. um, who have RVs, and she, sh- her thing is like, li- um, this is the time to put away fear and live amazing. And wow. so, Liz, amazing. Yeah, but her name is yeah. I know that, but, <laughs> but like. It's like she. How old do you think she's? She's like oh, probably in her sixties. Yeah, upper fifties, early sixties. Like clearly, like yeah. maybe like is divorced or something, and she but has like, met. She's she did this thing alone, and this it's very scary. Like and then she met an doing. RV guy, so now they're together. And they have oh. like a series of like. And he keeps like destroying their RV. They keep he having keeps, like, accidents. It. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 <laughs> quite a journey, I guys. I did meet. Um, yeah. I met a couple that goes. Um, that has their own around that age, mm-hmm. and they have their own scuba diving around the world channel, and they oh, were like, wow. 
talking to me about how they like discovered GoPros and like discovered oh. YouTube and like how how kind the comments are. And I was oh, just that's like, so oh, good. Oh, that's, that's great. so cute. That's lovely. I yeah. mean, it definitely makes. Yeah, that's what we do watch. Liz, amazing. Downy Live. We like Downy Live. It's this guy in uh, this Canadian that travels all over the world. But he loves trains. He loves trains. But since the oh, pandemic, yeah. he's only stuck in Canada, he's so he can only do like Canadian things. So he's constantly oh. like on a local train. Yeah. <laughs> These are the things that I like to watch that are very soothing no yes. these are good this is a good youtube world my and we god love to hear about There's we love so to much. hear about what's soothing people these days jane what are you watching i have something very exciting to share which is okay isa knows this but i'm currently reading celebrity memoirs i am reading brooke shield's memoir the day that i watched this movie I watched The Blue Lagoon that morning. Oh, wow. By chance. And for people who haven't seen um, Fast Times, Brooke Shields gets a shout out at the end. Um, Yes, she does. uh, Spicoli. An interesting actress, person. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I also watched Pretty Baby. Pretty Baby is a good movie. Obviously, there's some morality questions. Um, Blue Lagoon is a terrible movie. Oh, it's awful. (laughs) impressively bad um yeah so that's what i've been watching cool that's fine that movie looks i just like i'm reading the wiki and i didn't i didn't know what it was about it seems really messed up um (laughs) jane you also you also left out that we finished cruel summer which is one of the teen shows we've been following and would you like to tell the story about Uh, what happened to you so stupid okay so i sort of had like lost interest a little bit in cruel summer and i was like Okay, there's a new episode on Hulu. I see the little new episode logo. I'm just going to read through this one quickly on Wikipedia so I can, like, catch up. It's a waste of time. I read through the plot, and it's the freaking finale. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I clearly should have just watched this. I'm a huge idiot. I ruined, like, the satisfaction of watching these nine episodes to get the big whatever. And I I ruined it. Um, Issa, did you watch it? No, it's okay. It it was fine. The finale was fine. I um it was for Jason and Kristen. This was like one of the only teen shows that we were like this is like fine. <laughs> like that we were watching and it was it started as more of a mystery and now it, it's just more of a drama and I think it it's fine. What That's what is what this I, on? what network is this on? Uh it, it's available on Hulu, but I think it's um something else i think it's showtime or interesting okay. no sorry it's um what is at F- freeform, freeform. Oh, sure okay that makes sense that sounds like freeform. um formerly abc we, family we like the actors yes. in it they're very cute um they're very young actually uh but it's it's about it's your classic uh girl gets taken and put in a basement oh she gets ruined jesus oh, jesus <laughs> girl gets put is, in a room is the song cruel summer the theme song no missed opportunity wow it does sound like wow. it is like set in summer. it's set in the 90s but yeah the it's not the theme song interesting um, huh. it is trying to make everything look very 90s in it i would say um i also watched the in the heights movie i'm sort of already tired of talking about it just because everybody loves to talk about it <laughs> i had seen in the heights on broadway like mm-hmm. um with my parents like a long time ago and mm-hmm. I, I really liked it and i think i was just excited to see like the new york city shots which definitely delivered also the choreographer 
is the choreographer who did all the step up movies mm-hmm. and so all the dance scenes are really amazing Fun. and everything else everyone has all already said i don't care to discourse about it i know lin-manuel like is annoying and like that's fine <laughs> like um i don't care to continue to talk about it but if you like to see a big musical which i think jane you would really like the big group dance number absolutely um then like you should see it and like a very a very beautiful like you know, just like New York E shots and like in a bodega. And I'm seeing it like with my very much next week. I'm that type of music or that type of movie. Yeah. Um, I also think maybe the movie is like for kids. So it's like fun. I fun. I also like yeah. It's I think, okay like, to have I, something fun. It's fine. I don't want to be mad. <laughs> like I think it's for kids, and there are actually like kids that the narrator is telling the story to. So that's mm-hmm. why I also think like okay, everyone chill. Um, <laughs> did you thank you? <laughs> did you very, see it in the theater or on uh, HBO Max? I saw it on HBO Max, and I actually think it would be a good one to go see in the theater just because it's really pretty. Yeah. Um, it's the same production designer as Crazy Rich Asians, also a very pretty movie. Yeah, beautiful movie. Um, beautiful movie. And so, yeah, it's but it is it is a little long, I think, to see in the in the movies. I think my my first um movie theater experience back is going to be for my brother's birthday, and we're going to go to Elmo Draft House and see Fast and Furious Nine. Oh, wow. That's exciting. I'm so excited. Oh. I'm, like, unbelievably excited. Movies are back. I'm so happy I'm to be back in movie theaters. I'm going to eat popcorn and get sick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we did. Like, I went for my birthday. We went to see... We rented a movie theater and saw this awful, awful, awful movie. Irish rom-com called Finding You? It's so... It's it's oh. not... It's just a rom-com that takes... It's like a lifetime level rom-com that takes place in ireland yeah and like this is the kind of movie we usually do for the podcast it was it was definitely that and all of our friends came and yelled at the movie theater or yelled at the screen and we um it was my birthday so i got a free popcorn and i ate (laughs) so much popcorn i was so happy we were done with that popcorn in like 10 minutes it was shocking i've never like i've always left a little popcorn behind not today no they gave us two butters, so what, what can ah, you gave do? us two I'm butters. Gonna, I'm going to do the same. Thank you for yeah. setting the example that I will now fulfill. You and thank, so you for choosing, thank you for choosing this really good movie. Um, this has been so great. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for having this was, us. This was so a fun. blast. Would you like to plug anything at this time? Yes. You go. <laughs> okay, so Samantha B has a new special out. It's called Rwanda Vision. So our show... Um, <laughs> <laughs> went to Rwanda um, and the reason why is because um, when we were preparing um, to uh, decide where we wanted to go it was on the list of places that was safe to travel <laughs> we were oh. like let's fucking go to Rwanda uh, because they've handled COVID very well which is very random but we um, are very excited about the show and so I think when this comes out it will have just aired for the first time um, because it I think it's airing June 30th Rwanda Vision um, but it'll be online, so please stream it. And then there's also a VR experience, so you can go on Safari. So this whole time what? that, yeah, it's this whole time that we've been stuck inside, we are bringing the Safari to you. And if you don't have- Oh my gosh, I am, yes. this is amazing. I am buying my friend's used Oculus Rift. Oh, oh yeah. amazing. That's amazing. And it'll also be on so YouTube excited. that, like in a way that you can drag it around with your fingers. So you don't necessarily have to have goggles, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. what a treat to do. So. What a treat. So check it out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm not really plugging. I just did my show, uh, Jason Gore's Midlife Crisis. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> um, it's a one-man sketch comedy show. Uh, we're getting ready to move to Los Angeles, so I'll be doing it in Los Angeles. Yes, when we're settled. Uh, sometime soon. And, we would, and another plug is, if you know of a great house that is for us, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please hit us up. 
Um, but yeah, you can find out about the stuff I'm doing at uh, jason-gore.com. You can listen to The Best Show with Tom Sharpling every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. <laughs> and all the other 100 podcasts that I do. Uh, they're all out there. Awesome. Thank you. Jane, would you like to mention what our upcoming movie is? It is Moxie. Cool. <laughs> I'm excited. Which, unfortunately, <laughs> I was like initially sort of excited about, and then I've just heard worse and worse. As oh, well. no. <laughs> I, I, worse is maybe the wrong word, but like mediocre, which is yeah. I'm just. I th- yeah. If it's going to be it'll bad, be fun to do. make it bad. Ugh. But the Linda Lindas are in it, right? That's the, the 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 band the uh, teenage band that's been kind of getting some uh, I think, racist sexist I think they, boy or racist sexist sex, racist sexy boy? racist boys not their song. sexy yeah, that's racist sexy boy um, I don't I don't know they're the great. little um, all girl Asian American band that's like on yeah. YouTube yeah hmm. I don't I didn't know that yeah actually. I think they're they're like the high school band in that movie well I'm excited I'm excited so, to see them they roll they're um, really great yes yeah, so tune in next day next time um, Jane and we have a guest for that one right yes we do. Okay, cool. I, I, no, no, no. It's okay. I was just being <laughs> I love how it's just being worked out right now. Like, oh, yeah, no, there's a guest. You'll find out. <laughs> that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Uh, don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at Bleacher Teens. Also, subscribe to our new-ish patreon to kick us some support especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks like being able to pick another cursed movie um at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod okay we will see you next time under the bleachers <laughs>